Hello, welcome back to our third episode of Holistic Healers, streaming from my website, Holistic Healing. I'm your host. My name is Morgan Rutkowski. For those who are new to the show, Holistic Healers is a podcast I started to provide a discussion with anyone who is focused on their health, whether they're an expert or someone who is just starting out day one on their healing journey and want to talk about what they've learned so far. So without further ado, I want to welcome my friend and future artist of the year, Amin. Nah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, so Amin, uh, for anyone who's listening, why don't you start off, tell us a little about yourself and what brings yeah. you on the show today? Well, um, I am a Aurorian rapper. And if anybody knows <laughs> what an Aurorian rapper is, um, basically somebody who's trying to get out the <laughs> out the whole stakes but like um no um yeah I'm a rapper um 22 in Denver living in Denver now and um we just dropped a new album so you guys should go check that out <laughs> um but yeah no that's me awesome and uh for those who maybe don't know him or just want a little introduction about Amin and I uh, we kind of went to rival high schools, I would say. We did, we did, um, we did. But we didn't know each other until a mutual friend in college, which was sick <laughs> that we got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, 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 dude. That that tripped me out. You and I think it was her, your sister and Zoe actually all went to that same school. That's so wild. Yeah. It's still- <laughs> um, and I know that you know just in prior times past of us hanging out we've had some really good conversations together Um, yes so I'm really excited for this podcast together and just you know everything that you've been through before you know healing or not um just really Mm -hmm. experienced and what you know yeah no man I'm excited I think it's gonna be really cool um and I'm excited to like you know delve into this kind of like whole story that we just had like happen with this project and like kind of give advice to anybody else Mm mm-hmm why don't you start off in telling us just a little about what got you into music? Um, maybe your rapping career so far. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, well, personally, I like I started like kind of having a fascin- fascination about music like really on like early on. So like probably like elementary school type thing, you know, but it's like it was kind of one of those things where you like you start getting interested in it and it kind of like goes away as you grow up, but it still lingers, you know. Um, so it was like that until like I think like midway through high school, I started like rapping a lot and trying to make my own songs. And I like didn't know why I wanted to do that. But then I was like, I like doing it as a hobby. But now I kind of like from there on out, it just kind of grew and grew and grew. And my cousin also like rapped. So like it was kind of all like all around, you know, like that. So, yeah, it kind of feels or maybe it sounds like it's just been in your life ever since you were little. Dude, yeah, no, it's like it's been a thing, man. And like now it's kind of weird that like, I don't know, I always had like <laughs> other jobs I wanted to do, too. So it was like kind of picking between and landing on a rapper. Where I was like, I kind of dig this. This is nice. What other routes were you thinking of heading towards for your career? surprisingly <laughs> i wanted to become a geneticist Whoa. like we were just talking about this and like i always have found like the body like super fascinating like what makes you 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 know mm-hmm. so like um definitely i wanted to be a geneticist but hey 
biology that shit's hard <laughs> but um no so that's what i really wanted to do um but no nah, i was like dude this ain't me i want to do rap yeah as a hop or as a career so yeah. was there like a time in your life where it like kind of stuck out to you where it was just like no like rapping is my future like i can't do anything else besides that was it, did you ever have that moment um yeah that was pretty recently actually like uh so like i had a cousin who passed away and he was the one that got me on to rap like that and there was a moment where i was really not writing for like two years and then i was like um he passed and i was like dude this is like it was like a big self-reflection like moment and i was like what am i doing like he had this goal too and like i feel like it's like onto you to like carry a torch like that, you know, like, and I guess that's kind of what we're doing now. And I was like, I, I got to do this. This is me. Like this, I view kind of like, it's a gift, you know, like I can't not use that, you know? Mm -hmm. Especially when you recognize like how talented you are and like how much drive that you have behind it. It's like, why wouldn't you pursue you. it? Yeah. 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 So that was kind of the moment where I was like, you know, I love this shit. I keep doing it every day like <laughs> so <laughs> let's actually do it let's take it for real let's let's try to make it you know juggling between you know what you maybe were doing or were doing from day to day to you know this dream of yours that now obviously mm -hmm. is a reality how did you make that decision I don't know it's something that you got to like wake up to and like you know you see yourself I don't know it's just like the drive you like once you love something and you really have like um, I have this quote that's like you have to have a million and one reasons to do something unless like if that's not that's not going to be your thing. If you don't have those reasons, like every time you come up with like that reason and it's like, nah, man, I like I love it. I like I wake up and I think this like when I do this, I like feel this, you know, like mm -hmm. I think about it. So it's like something that, you know, you love, you're going to push and like just keep like keep yourself reminding of like, I don't know how it feels to do it and stuff like that. So what what do you think brings you on the show today? It sounded like you had been through like this healing journey before and had some things to share today with some of the listeners. Um, can you tell us a little about that? Um, yeah. So, no, this whole project was kind of about like ego death and um, like the process of it. And I've been following ego death like personally, like within like philosophy and trying to understand that, how to communicate that and like. I wanted to kind of help people who have like, I don't know, it, like those things, like the barriers, you know, like, and like kind of see how like you can knock those down and, and give steps through. And like, I have my own ego death process, I like I think, but I feel like you go through multiple ego deaths. So that's a different thing. Yeah. But like, I went through this big kind of full circle moment and I was like, I would love to document that and actually like write and give advice in that sort of sense. So the whole project was based off of like, a story where you start off like thinking in your most ego self and then each song is kind of like you're peeling back layers and layers and layers oh can you share a little uh for people that don't know what an ego death is or maybe what you experienced um yeah so essentially like there's always like this like kind of I, I picture it best with like a character so you're almost as like this character and you're like and I feel like through like life, we tend to be like, I don't know, like some people have like problems being that their genuine self, you know, and it takes like 
I don't know, years and years or sometimes like days to like kind of come to like this fruition of like, I think this is who I am. And this is who I am for right now in this phase of my life, mm -hmm. you know? So like, I find that like a lot of people have trouble transitioning like that and seeing things for like what they really are. You know, like, I think we live in a lot, like a life of like filters. So it's like having that, ego, that's like your ego online, you know, like that's what you think you are, you know, like you're trying to paint this picture for people, but really it's like, just be genuine, you know? Mm -hmm. So like I had this moment where I was like, I need to be genuine. Who am I? You know, like, and I feel like that's like a pretty common question with like nowadays, like people our age, you know, like, who am I? What am I going through? Like, so I don't know. I had this moment of realization. I was like, you know, what does your music mean? Like, you know, and that's how it like applied to me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no. And um, yeah, I just kind of like wrote it for those those people like going through it mm -hmm. like trying to be like yo who am i like and it's like that's why i think i wrote in river the it's like i watch the river flow zone out when i smoke um trying to find my home i know i'm not alone you know so it's like the river is like essentially life and like you know you're finding your home so like like who are you like where do you feel best at home and uh i know i'm not alone essentially like yeah, we're not, we're not alone. Yeah, like, we're all in this together. I can see how people, though, when they go through those ego deaths, how they can feel alone because they are finding themselves when they thought, mm -hmm. you know, they knew themselves. And, you know, healing in general can shut you off from other people. So that's really cool. You've added that in your lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's it's a tough process. It's like, I don't know, but it's like shedding skin, you know, like, like you got to get rid of that old shit to get new shit, you know? And I think we, both of us are very much into the spirituality, um, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, just that realm in general. <laughs> yeah. And I think what people don't know about ego is a lot of it is just, you know, who you identify to be yourself. And a lot of people say the ego is a bad thing. No. I don't think it is. I really don't think it is. I think we get a bad rap too with our ego and, you know, kind of attaching ourselves to it for long periods of time and not being okay with change. Like that ego death yeah. I think is natural. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, um, that's kind of like what I kind of went through. I was like, you know, uh, I wanted to paint this story as like, yo, like, me as Habibi is now slowly becoming something new, you know, like, so like, it's kind of like a new evolution like that. And like, I believe everybody kind of goes through these phases in their life. And I always like, I find it interesting when I hear like stories like that. And they're like, well, I used to do this. And like, now I'm like this. And I was like, that's so interesting. Like, when did you like have those switches? Mm -hmm. You know, like, but um, nah, man, I wanted to like help people who have like, I don't know, probably going through some like identity crisis or like being like I don't know what I am and I don't know who I am and I feel alone and I feel like that's like I don't know I feel like that's like a really hard source for people to like look at you know and it's like but you know at least giving advice and being like yo we yep. don't know <laughs> like you know and it's but, okay to not know exactly it's okay to not know yeah 
Do you think you've been through multiple ego deaths in your lifetime already? Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? Like, <laughs> I, yeah, oh, of course. Like, are you the same type of person you were, like, when you were 10 or you, when you were five? Like, mm-hmm. it's a never-ending thing. But, like, I, like, notice, like, you can linger long on, on one thing and be like, you know, that might not be you. You know, like, kind of keep it going. So, I think there's, like, peer pressure, too. Like, when you oh, yeah. surround yourself with people who aren't necessarily the people you identify with but maybe for like a survival tactic you stay with them like you're yeah. you know, it's stagnant <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah exactly and like yeah and it, and it can be a really difficult process like like you know and just like in a difficult place to be in mm-hmm. like definitely like I, I believe um that uh I'm trying to look for the word here but um staying stagnant in oh. that can just be like infuriating you know so like kind of being able to transition through like every sense of chaos like that mm-hmm. in your life or whatever you're going through like you know I feel being like it's okay yeah, yeah being okay being with okay. change mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I've learned a lot just in the world of mental health about how grief um is attached to any type of loss especially that loss of identity so I was wondering if you could speak to if you've been through grief before during those changes yeah 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 you know um yeah we've like like I said um yeah my cousin he just recently passed Mm -hmm. so definitely dealing with that aspect was like extremely tough and like trying to come back to rap as like I don't know something different you know, like in the wake of that, you know, was like the best thing. Like I always like say to people, I'm like, dude, you should write whenever. Like <laughs> it should just be like, like something silly. It doesn't even matter. But like that stuff definitely like is therapeutic. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not only just for music. It's it's therapy. You know, just so. journaling in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Like that was like a huge thing that like kind of came up and um I uh with grief and like just like I don't know trying to be I don't know like trying to be me and like rethinking about that like you know you get a second look at your life you know and you're like is this how I want to live you know Mm -hmm. um because like life and death are very real and I feel like we don't look at that you know so it causes people to be like I don't know doing too many drugs or like drinking too much or like you know that sort of stuff over time it can be toxic so mm-hmm. grief kind of helped me look at that like yo wait let me just like erase everything and like start here like mm-hmm. how do I want to live mm-hmm. I use the analogy all the time with some of my clients when understanding grief and you think of it as like a computer okay you yeah. type information into a computer and it spits out things. It's like input, output. But when grief happens, it kind of puts that like spinny ball of death. Like it just freezes. Yeah. So yeah. you type something and then it just, it's so much information all at once that it makes the computer freeze. It makes it stop working and it yeah. takes longer time to process. And to me, that's great. Oh, yeah. It puts a pause in our life. We have to reevaluate, you know, the information that's mm-hmm. given to us. Yeah. Oh, I 100% agree. 
like i don't know like having those like those thoughts and like those emotions kind of over flooding you know like it can get too much and like you can just kind of stay in that moment and i don't think that's like totally fine you know like like sometimes like you got to handle grief the way you handle grief mm-hmm. you know and um i guess it's yeah like and it can cause the like i don't know identity issues you know mm-hmm. and like but also maybe can like relieve them you know so it's like yeah. a blessing in disguise almost <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's what my my dad says that he actually says uh <laughs> not everything is a bad not every bad thing is a bad thing and like it's kind of a cool quote to look at like especially when you got bad like stuff happening around you you're like oh not everything's a bad thing like mm-hmm. something's gonna come up just like checks and balances yeah and how you interpret the world i think kind of plays a role yeah. in how you interpret the information coming at you so if you believe Mm -hmm. you know the world is this harmful scary bad place you're going to interpret everything coming at you as if it's going to harm you or not be a blessing when it could be you know just a new opportunity for you yeah something new yeah exactly and i think that's like that spiritual side that we were talking about like that's where that like i was like (laughs) yo like definitely finding like like that spiritual side of things like um it kind of helps you guide yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. I think spirituality, well, least... I was going to say, I think spirituality has really helped me become more present. Um, yeah. Especially when there's chaos in the world, you know, grief or, you know, anything bad that's happening in your life in general. And it's helped me slow yeah. down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I just recently learned, like, some moves of Tai Chi. I've been trying to get into Ooh. it. For like for um for just, like just kind of being mindful like um and being in the yeah like you said the present moment so it's 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 been nice it's been a cool like learning experience doing that too but um I agree yeah like definitely like I don't know like it helped me kind of yeah just be present be present in that moment can you explain a little what Tai Chi is for people who don't know <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Tai Chi is a series of like movements, I guess, that like kind of help you visualize like the stress or something like that. And it's like, I don't know, kind of like, I'm just kind of moving on. <laughs> like, yeah, like, and, like for me, I look at it like I'm visualizing like my actual stress or like oh. things on my mind and I'm like bringing in new things so it's a series of emotions that kind of help you keep your mind at ease keep you from like uh, away from like overthinking or something like that so I think it really you know shortens or maybe lessens the distance between your mind and your body and how they're actually mm-hmm. connected like you have to use mm-hmm. your mind to over or overcome the challenges that your body's presenting you um, yeah. But your body has the strength to deal with the mental challenges as well. So I don't know. I think it's really cool that you've gotten into that. Dude, yeah, no, it's been <laughs> exciting. Like, it it was a, a little difficult at first. But like, once you get it, you're like, I find myself <laughs> in the kitchen just doing it. And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. For I those who can't see, I was gonna say for those <laughs> who can't see, we're like, moving our hands and like, dancing <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> We're doing a Tai Chi episode. Yeah, <laughs> like the, I'll have to post a video of me actually dancing. <laughs> I like it. I like it.
so going back to maybe like this ego death um topic we were talking about earlier was yeah. there any like realization you came to that you know your mind told you that hey I'm going through this right now and you know was there anything that helped you kind of deal with it uh yeah I mean um when I was like like I'm looking at the track list right now and it's like because <laughs> I like I it's now that we're so past it it's mm-hmm. like hard for me to now recollect like but um I guess like in the song deep dive I talk about it a lot and I'm like you know um like the first line I ever say in the song is like the truth is a deep dive so like and then it transitions to all these things that I I could point out that I was like okay like I have a song afterward that's like too high and like stuff like that but it was definitely in deep dive where I was like talking like I I said um I was hanging with rats fucking with ratchets who hang with the rats no I was not pushing ways I barely ate even when I had made like and it's kind of like me being like the most genuine with myself it's kind of like a message to myself and I was like yo like this is like sometimes you got to be real with yourself like this is where you're at you know and like like I say when that grief like grief moment happened like that's all I was thinking about so like I was like how do I like kind of push myself out of this you know like and it was like bro it's time to be real like with yourself and, and like then you can like tell the truth honestly through everything mm-hmm. like as you you know be accountable you know mm-hmm. be honest with yourself like you said I think that's the hardest part honestly of healing in general it's like you can I can sit here in my role and tell people you know stuff that they can do to help them but it's mm-hmm. much harder to give yourself that same message yeah yeah I agree I definitely agree I think having songs too I mean I can't sing or anything but I think having that kind of message through music um, especially because music is such a great coping mechanism that's mm-hmm. awesome you can have that in a song for people to listen to yeah yeah it, it like it, it was a really like weird step for me to be like um I don't know like very open with people about my emotions like that mm-hmm. because I was like I'm a very like I don't know I'm a very secretive person in like person it's hard to like I don't know let pick my brain at things you know so I'm like I'm very like mm, I don't want to talk about like how I'm feeling or nothing like that but, but like you know in the songs I was like damn should I release this yeah. is this like is this too deep and I was like fuck it dude yeah like, you know why not this is you so I was like all right we'll do it well and it's if it's something so new I feel like just people in general have a lot of self-doubt because it's mm-hmm. something that's not familiar to you so it makes it hard to trust yourself like is this going to be okay is this going to be good yeah 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 I mean like I'm my worst critic <laughs> yeah you know? so I always <laughs> remind myself like hey but no one's going to hate on you more than you're than you bro you're going to critique your shit like nobody's gonna. <laughs> so just remember that and that kind of helps it's like you know mm-hmm. okay <laughs> Have you learned, I mean, through the process of music or maybe just in general in your life, um, have you come across any ways of practicing self-compassion when you are being highly critical of yourself? Yeah, honestly, I found that the cure is just, I don't know, just like step away. Like, because it's like whenever you're being self-critical on yourself, I find it that like it's usually just like your own internal frustration with the like thing that you're like 
trying to do or you got some other thing that is in the back of your mind mm -hmm. you know so it's like you got to step away live some life come back and you'll be like oh yeah I remember about this and then do it like don't be too hard on yourself you know not to take yourself super seriously mm -hmm. some stuff is just like ridiculous when you look at look at it truly with like try like to not have any bias and be like why am I complaining about this you know or like even like looking at yourself like oh I'm like this or I gotta change this or like why is this like this and it's like well you know imperfections <laughs> are the most perfect design you know mm -hmm. so stop caring too much and music is art like it's not supposed to be yeah <laughs> exactly exactly no standards <laughs> I think western culture has too many standards for people <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll say that <laughs> As you have progressed through music, what have you learned about yourself? I look at it from this like storyteller's position. So like when I tell the story, it's like, I don't know, I find it like more enjoyable to put my manifestations through things, you know, like that, like through music, especially because it's like, I find that's where I'm most vulnerable. So like, I've learned that like, for me, I'm a very like, I don't know, I'm a dreamer, I guess, you know, like I'm weird like that. So like. I'll There's nothing like, wrong with that. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But like, yeah, no, I'll like write about stuff like that. Um, How did you, I guess, get into that? Was it about like all about music and how it related to spirituality? Or, you know, was this part of your upbringing? Like, where did it start out for you? Um, well, I remember like my dad got me a piano when I was like really young. And um, from there, I was just like, kind of obsessed with just like playing different notes and like learning different notes mm -hmm. and then like I don't know we, my like I'm like we weren't really big into like records like that though you know which was really weird so it was like when I first started getting into it my um my eldest cousin he uh he used to show me like cds of like 50 cent and like Kanye and like that's where I really like kind of bonded with him more because i was like yo i love music like this is wild yeah. so he would like you know show me all these different songs and rappers and um yeah that's kind of where it all started i was fascinated with the culture truly like you know seeing like rivalries and like different ways that people were attacking things and like how like they would use like rap as like an expression more of like of a state of mind you mm -hmm. know that you have to like have in certain situations or sometimes it's just for fun you know like or like you're trying, like, you know, like people make playlists for gym playlists, you know, they get you in that mindset, you know, like, but like, I was fascinated with that aspect of it, like how they're so like, there are so like, how do you describe it? Like, <laughs> they're very open to like discussing about these things, you know, I don't know how to describe it, but <laughs> yeah, it yeah. creates like an environment for you almost that puts you in the zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I love that aspect. I thought that was like really cool you know so I was like I want to make my own songs for like hyping me up you mm -hmm. know to do like kind of like live in my own little like movie sort of deal and I was like what would be my theme song you know and I would <laughs> try to make that or something like that you know but that's just how I view it like I know everybody else is different they got their own thing how's it been for you as a podcaster because I know from a music side so like is it different like 
because like for us it's like you have to have the images you gotta have like this you have to have the background for like your when your song's playing you know like stuff like that so how's it been for you like oh it is definitely a new world for me um okay I I mean I don't think you necessarily need a college degree for it but I did not I didn't have any experience with podcasting besides like little college audio recordings to submit a homework assignment for like they'd be talk three minutes about this topic and that yeah. was the extent of my audio and like podcasting kind of experience up until this point yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, okay. I think what maybe influenced me more uh, kind of what you talked about with music was hearing how it impacted other people so much um and yeah. so I would I would listen to, there was a really cool author and psychologist. Her name's the Holistic Psychologist. Um, I read her book, but she had a podcast as well. And okay. I learned just so much about her own healing journey through that. And that kind of inspired me. I'm like, well, you know, that would be a really cool story to tell, but actually hear from, you know, anyone, not just a psychologist about what has helped them so that people yeah. get advice. So I don't know, that kind of, brought me down this little trail and every day we're learning like stuff <laughs> I like it I like it hell yeah hell yeah I mean it's definitely a cool experience like mm -hmm. um I've, I've always wanted to like start something like it too so I was like like having like different people on and hearing their stories like mm -hmm. I gotta congratulate you on the like the brilliance <laughs> of the idea it's amazing I like I like the strides you're moving on thank you yeah and I think too like you said like it's maybe almost an ego death. Like I had this vision for myself where, you know, I was just going to go to school and, you know, do this career that I wanted to do, but never really had the image of, you know, social media or, you know, being on a recording. <laughs> I yeah. didn't like hearing myself talk, but I think it's just a new avenue. It's a new opportunity, maybe a new lesson. And I was like, yeah. why not? <laughs> Hell yeah. I like it. I like it. Dude. Yeah. No. Um, I like when those things happen too. Like when you find something like different that you're like, I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'm doing it and I'm running with it. And like, it doesn't like open, like, I don't know. It opens your eyes to like different things. And yep. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. I got to shout out my sister real quick. Um, Her name's Peyton. <laughs> she, uh, Hey yo, shout out Peyton real quick. <laughs> um, She actually, she is way more into you know the graphic design you know broadcasting journalism kind of stuff videography so she's actually helped me a lot with um social media designs coloring you know fonts like just the little stuff that mm -hmm. makes a difference in people who see it and people who are going to maintain engagement with what you're yeah. putting out there so shout out to her <laughs> dude she's she's brilliant man she's talented bro mm -hmm. and the drive the drive yeah like there are moments where I'll be like, damn, she working hard, yo. Like, I need to be pushing like that. So, I know. Damn, inspirational, yo. <laughs> I know. It's great. And I, I was just like, wow, being your sister, oh, I got a lot to live up to. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're just going to take a brief break, um, but we'll be back in just a second. All right, so now we are back, and I just want to shift gears a little bit and talk a little more about, you know, the release of Amin's new album um, and just kind of where he's been since he's released it. So, Amin, why don't you talk to a little about how it's been? 
it's been great. Yeah. Like <laughs> we've been trying to push new shows. We've been, uh, you know, thinking about like building more to this, adding more people to it. Um, we're working on something. I like, I want to like, I want to say it, but I like, I've been yeah. holding on to this until it's like ready. So we won't talk about it right now, but we're, we're adding a lot of people. Let's just say that we're adding a lot of people to the mix mm-hmm. and um, it's going to be really cool. Um, but yeah, it's been dope. It's been really cool. We're, um, we're already working on this new project. We're already like trying to get the next year stuff. So, and it's all sounding great, you know? Um, so yeah. Yeah. I'm What's your day to day like doing your music? Is it every day? <laughs> oh yeah it's everything <laughs> like but we like we're definitely taking a little hiatus right now we wrote mm-hmm. like, I've, I've been we've been working like every day I, since march i think we wrote like 90 songs oh so like God. yeah like we've been really like crafting them and getting them ready but like now we're taking like a nice hiatus relaxing like and stuff like that but on a day-to-day um yeah no uh like I usually have my nine to five you know just like any other small time artist <laughs> I was about but to like, say <laughs> you're doing yeah, a full-time so, job with this full-time job <laughs> yeah 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 I mean I mean it's a five to eleven type job mm-hmm. but like um no man we um we'll do music usually for like two hours or something like that and then um definitely it, it, the key I find is like during my 15 minute breaks or like an hour break or something I'll try to do like workouts and stuff like that trying to like keep my body like moving because it's like when you're in the studio for a long time you're sitting and writing sitting and sitting and sitting so like it's really hard to balance but like um all of that just took practice really like you gotta like keep one foot uh, the other you know yeah find your routine find a routine and yeah move with it just move with it have you, you know? found any challenges um, with setting a routine that maybe other people can listen to and get advice about? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's really, I find it really hard to, like, with your personal life and, like, relationships mm-hmm. and having, like, your passion and then also trying to gain your income. All these things mm-hmm. are, like, hard to share within your one day because, like, you know, um, within even my own relationships, I'll have like friends being like, yo, you should come out, you should hang out with us. And then like, I'll be working on music and working on this. And it's like, there are moments, like I said, like, you know, if you do too much of something, it's not a good thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you got to take breaks, live a little bit, go do this, try to alternate like through your days, you know, and like having said days for like set things, you know? So like, be, be real with your intentions within your day, you know? So that's like my best advice. Set those boundaries. Yeah. Like even on yourself and on your passion has to be done because it's like you'll push yourself kind of way too hard, you know, and like or you like kind of, you know, mess up with those like relationships. And then people will be like, well, you don't want to come out. It's like, ah, shit. Like, damn. Mm. But like, no. Yeah. So definitely having like those boundaries for yourself and like sticking to them is that next thing self-discipline having that Mm self-discipline like and like you know try your best pretty much Mm -hmm. I think I I guess personal anecdote here um I'm going through the same thing or maybe I'm about to go through the same thing because I'm going to be starting grad grad school here soon Mm -hmm. and you know having that balance between you know my full-time job holistic healing um this podcast 
mental health, you know, checking in, mm-hmm. checking in on myself, my physical health, finances, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, I totally understand yeah. what you're dealing with. <laughs> it's it's so much. And like when you look at it and you write down, like I had to do this like uh, exercise. I guess I can recommend this. Like write down all the things that you can control and you can't oh. control. Like and the things that you can't control, like you kind of just have to like move on with it. If it helps you, like crumple that paper up and like throw it away and just be like this is something I cannot control Mm -hmm. but like it it definitely helps you like kind of looking at things like that so like um whenever I do get like like I start to like overreact about something I'm like oh my god I gotta do this and this and this and this and it's like well write it down what can you do now what can you do later what Mm -hmm. can't you do what can you do sort of deal so and I think that goes back to your piece too of you know, you have to be accountable to yourself and you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what can you afford doing right now? What can you control? What can't you control? And, you know, even telling people in your life, just, you know, what you're going through in case you need them. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely. Whether or not uh, like like what you're pushing towards, you know, is it pleasure related or mm-hmm. is it like um, goal oriented or that's why we're trying to like quit nick over here you know (laughs) stuff like that but like yeah no with like building a routine and like setting it up it's gonna be difficult but you know give yourself some grace yeah and you got a lot of stuff going on here yep in the last (laughs) uh in the last podcast i recorded with zoe we talked a lot about that balance piece and also rewiring Mm -hmm. the brain and like you said having self-compassion because it takes time for your brain to change to your habits also your subconscious too like oh yeah all your habits are listed in your subconscious and that's where we operate most of our day so we have to be Mm -hmm. conscious really about that yeah and that's like that's a really a big thing into just mindfulness Mm -hmm. like mindfulness truly is like one of the things i feel like most people don't look at you know it's like why are you thinking the way that you're thinking you know and like why are those thoughts giving you sort of reactions like anxiety or like stuff like that so definitely like taking those like 10 minutes out of your day like you know um and like setting those side the, that time aside and just kind of being with yourself and your thoughts could be like at least just like a little more calming you know like mm-hmm. so yeah i always recommend that to people mm-hmm. And a routine recommendation I like, too, is every day do something for your mind, your body, and your soul. And you get to decide. You get to have choice Mm -hmm. about what that is. But um, doing those things each day, that's, you know, holistically, that's going to help you overall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, uh, it's kind of like the key, man. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't even know. You couldn't have worded it better. (laughs) I think we forget too, especially when we get so entrenched with even some of our good things, like our passions and our dreams. Sometimes it's just financially based or sometimes it's just career based and we forget about our physical health and our mental health. And it's just all being conscious to all of it. It's all important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like, if you really wanted to, like, and like, I don't know, like, if you really wanted to push something like that, you're going to need like, I don't know, like it's like kind of like that your body is wealth, you know, mm-hmm. so you got to like kind of keep that in mind, you know, um, 
I was told a long time ago, like this, like, like an old man who is a healthy body is like, but he's poor is a happier man than somebody who's rich and say he's trying to like, you know, like he's destroyed his body or something like that. He would pay anything for like an organ or something like that. So like always be mindful about what you're eating, you know, how you're thinking, you know, um, and um, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Listening to your body. <laughs> yeah, listen to your body. What it's uh, telling you. <laughs> your body as well. Just to sum up, you know, from your healing journey, what you've experienced, whether it is through music or just in general, um, was there any recommendations or advice that you want listeners to take away from? Mm. Well, um, mainly if you are going through any sort of ego death or if you feel like, you know, you're going through any sort of transformation and you want to listen to this album and maybe you want to help you out but no uh in all seriousness give yourself grace and um remember you aren't perfect but those imperfections are you and those are perfect you know so have peace man all right i mean i just wanted to say thank you again for being a guest on the hosted healers podcast and truly embodying what it means to be a healer yourself thank you thank you i appreciate that and thank you too to all the listeners today tuning in and listening if you are interested in following along more subscribe to this podcast on spotify and now apple podcast um follow my instagram it's at holistic underscore healing lc or reach out to me on my website it's at holisticlc.com or my gmail uh for inquiries about you know wellness sessions tarot readings palm readings um or just to become a guest on the show um and i'd love to talk to you get to know you and see what you have um and what you've experienced so talk to you all soon bye see you